Hello, hello. Hi. Hôm nay mình trở lại với Amy và Kim uh, tâm sự với tám của Georgia Asian Times nha. We are back with tâm sự với tám uh, sponsored by Georgia Asian Times. Um, hôm nay là tháng 2 ngày 18 thì uh, cái này là một cái thời điểm á, đầu năm á, mà rất là quan trọng là ngày khai thuế của năm nay là hình như là ngày 18 tháng 4 cho nên đó là quý vị nhớ là mình phải lo những cái giấy tờ thuế của mình để khai thuế nha um, rồi uh, nếu mà quý vị nào mà chưa nhận được W2 hay là 1099 từ chỗ làm của mình đó thì nhớ um, nói họ gửi ra cho mình rồi mình làm hẹn với người khai thuế mà thí dụ như anh chị nào mà làm chủ đó, thì nhớ gửi cho người ta để mà người ta đi khai thuế nha And có một cái điều quan trọng nữa là cái homestead exemption nha, ai mà mua nhà năm 2022 đó là mình nhận được cái đi, um, cái đi đó là mình cứ apply cho cái homestead exemption. Cái homestead exemption là due date là tháng 4 ngày 1. Yes. Yes. Nếu mà, nhưng mà nhớ là quý vị nào mà mua nhà trước ngày 31 tháng 12 năm uh-huh. 2022, close nha. Uh-huh. Đó, chứ không phải là mình nghĩ under contract close trước ngày. 31 tháng 12 ừ. năm, 22, năm 2022 và mình chỉ cần khai một lần thôi để ừ. mà mình được trừ khi quý vị nào á, mà mình đã có homestead exemption nhưng mà mình 65 tuổi mình được 65 tuổi cuối năm 2022 thì mình có thể phải file thêm một lần nữa để được cái senior Đúng rồi, với một điều nữa là cái điều này nó mới nha mình phải nói chuyện với người accountant rõ ràng về cái vụ này á, là mình có thể qualify những người mà W2 À, có thể qualify về nó nói là cái ERTC á, là cái um, exemption uh, employment <cười> retention tax credit, credit. nếu Đúng như rồi. mà quý vị nào làm chủ mà có uh, những người uh, nhân viên là W2 uh, thì có thể nói chuyện với lại người thuế tại vì em hiểu kêu không có làm thuế cho nên mình mình chỉ biết nhiêu đó thôi nha <cười> nói chung là cái uh, thời gian này là quan trọng để mình khai thuế đúng rồi okay. mà còn quý vị nào mà muốn mua nhà trong năm nay um, hoặc là năm ngay cả đầu năm tới ấy, thì mình nên nói chuyện với những người mà làm loan cho mình và khai thuế cho nó đúng để mà mình uh, mình có thể qualify mua nhà chứ yes. không tới lúc mà tháng tháng 5, tháng 6 mà đi mua nhà mà tháng năm nay rất là mệt nha mình phải chờ qua năm sau mà mỗi năm á thì giá nhà ở Atlanta ừ. nó lại tiếp tục đi lên ha cho yes. nên là mình nhớ là mình phải khai thuế nha Ngày 18 tháng 4 là ngày deadline Còn nếu mà mình muốn file cái extension qua tháng 10 á, Thì mình phải làm liền nhá. Ok, so important tax tax uh, Take care of your taxes And uh, today let's get straight into it yes. We have a very cute guest One of my favorites One of Amy's favorites um, Cindy Huynh mm-hmm. And uh, she's also an agent of ours in LaTeX Group uh, We have a good story to share with you guys about her struggles and her um, challenges in college and how she became a real estate agent after. So we are ready to bring Cindy on. Hi, Cindy. Hey, Am. Hi, Hi, Jamie. Hi, Kim. We're so excited to hear uh, this special journey of yours because, you know, as long as we known you, I don't think we we touched briefly on your um, past, but um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so excited to dive in. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Well, first, I'll introduce myself. Um, my name is Cindy Flynn. Um, I'm currently working as a full-time realtor. I got my real estate license in 2019, and I switched um, brokerages twice since then. And then my last stop was in 2021 um, when I joined Laptop Group. And been happy since. Yep, and I'll be here for a long time, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so where did um, – okay, so – now you're a realtor and you graduated from college, right? Yeah. Okay. So where did you go to college? Um, I went to UGA, University of Georgia. Wow. Big one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For some reason, I always thought you went to Georgia Tech. I don't know why. No, I yeah, I went to UGA. <laughs> what What made you decide to go to UGA and what major? Um. So I the re- so I wanted to go somewhere far enough um, where I can learn to be more independent, um, you know, of my mom and my family, but still somewhere close enough where I can always come home to see my mom whenever I miss her or whenever she needs me, you know, it'll it'll just be like an hour-ish drive to her. Um, Not too far, but, you know, not too close. So you lived on campus? Yes, I lived on campus um, all four years. Okay. Um, and, And then I started off majoring in biology. Let me guess, let me guess. Best Sunday, muốn đi vào cái ngành y có đúng không? Không phải là muốn mà hình như là cái này nghe nó hơi bị ép buộc á. Ép buộc á. Thì ban đầu em cũng nó muốn nhưng mà tại cũng nghe gia đình khuyến khích cũng đẩy em nên em cũng ban đầu thêm vô em muốn vô ngành y vậy. This is are you okay, so this is a question. From your family, is there a particular like occupation they want you to be, or just anything in healthcare? Um, I so my most of my family are still in Vietnam, um, and most of them and my mom initially wanted me to, you know, go in and pursue like the doctor path, like go into med school and graduate and become a doctor. So that was something that they were more set on for me. Okay, so Baxi. Yeah, so bác sĩ. Oh, not even, like, không có phải y tá luôn mà thẳng vô bác sĩ luôn. Yeah, no, no nursing, just <laughs> thẳng vô bác sĩ thôi. Thẳng vô bác sĩ. So straight up, they yeah. want her to become a doctor, guys. Not even a nurse, not, mm-hmm. you know, occupational therapist or nothing, just doctor. So you said, you think, mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't think, um, I think gener- like doctor is a general term. I don't, I, um, they probably wouldn't, they, I don't think they really had a preference of which I guess branch I was to like go into as long so as it could be like an like, eye doctor or yeah, any like, kind of yeah, doctor. Neuro, yeah, any any doctor. Oh, damn, neuro is even worse. What are you talking about? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you mentioned that at first was biology, so what did you end up with? Um. So I started off majoring in biology, <clears throat> and then I switched to biological science, which was very similar to biology it's just a little bit different um but it's still it was still heading in the same direction but then eventually i switched one last time to psychology and then i also um double major in cognitive science um so how long was it before you figured out that bio wasn't it like how long into it um i would say right off the bat my first one semester Um, oh your first year yeah Uh just mm, yeah, probably because one semester I was thinking like, hey, maybe I'm still trying to get the hang of college. So it was hard. 
Mm-hmm. And then after my first year, I realized that I, I don't think I could do this anymore. Um, it was, uh, it was overwhelming. It was a struggle for me. I mean, bio, to try to keep bio up. Yeah. Hard. And it's, it's really intense. Um, and so I was like, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. And that's the reason why I switched to biological science, which I thought maybe it would have been easier, but it wasn't. <laughs> it's basically the same. And it was yeah. still also very yeah, overwhelming. I mean, and it sounds mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Let me tell you, I I do not like biology. I don't even know half of our body parts, what it's called. So that is definitely not my language at all. Well, imagine this. I was a bio major. I graduated and then I try to go into grad school and then they had to take prereqs of biology stuff all over again. So I'm just like, oh Oh my my God, God. because I didn't accept my uh, bio uh, courses, oh, some no. of my bio courses, is, yeah, because it was torture. too. I, it is major torture because imagine taking anatomy and physiology again. No. Yeah. So what? I what? What was the turning point for you to say no to bio and yes to psychology? Yes to psychology. So in so for bio, um, there was a prereq to take like another class, um. Is a prereq, and so I picked um, psychology as one of my prereqs class, and then I thought that it was incredibly interesting. It's just crazy how like you know the human mind mm-hmm. works and stuff like that. So I was really interested in doing that, and so I took a big leap, and I was like, let me switch to psychology, which I I feel like a lot of people out there is like you know people that can't make it in bio they might switch to something like psychology which I've seen a lot um it does happen but I yeah and I um I don't I wasn't worried about like um my friends or any other people but I was more worried about my family because at the time I feel like my family didn't especially being in Vietnam and they're a lot older you know my grandma and stuff they didn't believe in like psychology Mm -hmm. well when I yeah yeah psychology is one of those majors that after if you don't have a set plan of what you want to do it's kind of like a it's kind of one of those majors that takes you nowhere yeah Yeah. so I completely understand um with this because I was a psych major Mm -hmm. from the Uh get-go so Mm -hmm. um a lot of my fam- my mom was very supportive just because you know, my mom, she just let me do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But other people in the family said, why would you let her major in psychology? Um, right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't go anywhere unless she become a psychiatrist or... Yeah, unless you get your right. PhD. You know, yeah. um, or go to um, law school, which <coughs> my plan was to do that, but, you know, mm-hmm. I do not like school. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, you know, so I, I completely understand where you're coming from with that. You know, it, it's yeah. one of those majors where it's, it's interesting, it, but yeah, it, it's, you have to know what to do. Right. Exactly. Right. But, you know, it, and I feel like it's one of those majors that it really helps Honestly, you in the long I, run. I really enjoyed abnormal psychology. That was like one of the mm-hmm. best classes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. look, my, look, my, I'm switched to biology. Why wow, psychology? Are you in school longer because of that or the same amount of time? No, actually, um, look, I'm in school. I'm in Lúc đó em còn có thể pick up another major cognitive science. Cũng, it's very similar to psychology except it's 
also more related towards like artificial intelligence and oh. like the it's like the psychology of like artificial, artificial. intelligence and I stuff like it. that. Yeah. So kalau ma M switch like when you switch what did your family say? Ah, uh, that was so that was one of the like most memorable situations in college for me um dealing with when that. I yeah dealing with that because when I decided myself I wanted to switch I talked to my mom and then my mom of course talked to my family in Vietnam and then they called me and I I also had to talk to my mom they were saying like why would you switch to psychology why don't you keep pursuing you know um going biology to go into med school and stuff like that and I was explaining to them that it's overwhelming I I, I physically and literally mentally I could not do it it's mm-hmm. just not em 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 nói gia đình nói vậy em nói xong á rồi gia đình có hiểu em không hay là em nghĩ là cũng vẫn chưa hiểu lúc mà em mới giải thích cho gia đình thì gia đình cũng không hẳn là hiểu lắm tại gia đình nghĩ nếu em cố gắng cứ cố gắng đi thì sẽ làm được nó nhưng mà em giải thích là cái này là em đã cố gắng lắm rồi nhưng mà em thật sự giống như em mệt mỏi em giống như em không làm được em không làm được em học không nổi nữa Yeah, em học không nổi mình nhưng em cũng giải thích tại kho gì vẫn you know là tốt không yeah, vẫn tốt là like, uh, ví dụ mà em muốn tiếp tục thì em có thể làm như you know, bác sĩ tâm lý and, like vô học thêm về tại kho gì cũng uh-huh. vậy, nhưng mà vậy là cuối đó... cùng ok họ ok không dạ thì em cuối cùng thì cũng vẫn chưa ok <cười> <cười> em tốt nghiệp cũng không ok nữa tại lúc đó nhưng mà tại em là giống như bé đầu tiên trong gia đình mà được đi học ở Mỹ, uh, you know, uh, được đi học đại học ở Mỹ, you know, so gia đình em cứ nghĩ là okay, uh, Cindy, you're gonna become a doctor, you're the first one with the you know American college education, so we have really high expectations of you, and it was a lot of pressure weighing on me, and I remember I was crying to myself because at the time I was thinking like, oh my God, I let down my family. And they're so disappointed um, in me, and I I won't amount to anything. And so I felt all this depression that hit me when I switched majors. Or Aww. major, sorry. Yeah. Everything happens so for a reason. <laughs> so at that moment, when you were feeling <laughs> depressed and down and feeling like you let them down just because you switched majors, like, where was the support coming from? Because, I mean, to, you know. To make you keep going. Right. Right. Um. So I knew that. It doesn't like even if I tried my best, I wouldn't be able to pursue that path that they wanted me to. So I just had to keep doing what I feel like I I liked um, and I loved at the time, which was bike. And I kept pursuing it. Eventually, my mom like she 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 she's she's here with me, so she can physically see that I am trying hard and that I'm actually working towards something. And so she eventually, she is the first one that supported me. Um, oh, so she yeah. she would tell me like it's okay as long as you you know um <clears throat> after you graduate you know you, we you have a job and you can support yourself and be happy then I'm happy for you mm-hmm. eventually she went and she kept explaining that to my family in Vietnam and of course <clears throat> they don't see me and so they would listen to my mom they're like okay mm-hmm. um you know we'll support her as long as you know you guys can live happy and she can take care of you and take care of the family then right. I think right. we're good này, uh, gia đình không có ở đây nhưng mà đã tạo ra nhiều áp lực cho em tốt ở Việt Nam yeah you know this is something that I never understand in mm-hmm. especially Vietnamese I don't know about other cultures is that I don't know why they have always have to bring the whole family in 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like great grandparents <laughs> even have a like an opinion on yeah. your kid's life. I'm think, sorry, but uh, honestly, I think it's um <clears throat> in, in our Asian culture. This is what I observe by watching a lot of Asian dramas. <laughs> that um that there is that hierarchy where yeah. the the grandparents have the control in the family yes. still even though mm-hmm. they're living in their kid's house yes but they still have that control yes no matter what and you should respect and listen to what they right. have to say i think that's what it right. is right you know mm-hmm. and, and I, I never understand that like I, my poor mom i you know, you, you guys know me, like I, I do how what I feel and I say how I feel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my mom got a lot of criticism from the whole family. But but, but mm. then I tell her, like, then why do you have to tell them? You know, mm. but my mom said this. Uh, so when I got married at a very young age, people were criticizing that, you know, where he's coming from and, you know, he's Cambodian and all this stuff. And um, and she said this to them that is really resonate with me and I really appreciate it. She said, Cái đời của tôi đã tôi nếu như mọi người được chọn cuộc sống của mọi người, mấy người được cưới những người nào mấy người thích thì tại sao con bé nó không được quyền điều làm cái điều đó. You know, she said, mm. if you get to marry who you want to marry back then, you were a kid once, like you get to choose what you want to do, you get to choose what you want to who you want to be. Why stop her from marrying who she wants to marry and mm-hmm. let her live her life. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I awesome. never, I really never understand why do they have to bring the whole dang family in? <laughs> yeah. So, w- well, since you switched to psychology, Am, like, mm-hmm. did you know what you're going to do after? Or you just feel like you don't want to do anything in Medfield after? No, so um, definitely when I switched to psychology, I was um, interested and I really enjoyed it. I wanted to go into um, organizational, um, industrial organizational psychology, which is IO psych for short. Mm -hmm. Um, But for that program at the time, it required me to work two years post-grad in a professional um, career, in a professional career setting. Mm. And so at that time, I started freaking out. I was like, whoa, like once I graduate, I need to find a job ASAP so that I can, you know, get a start on um, this program. At that time, I was like, I didn't know what to do, but I knew that I've always wanted to. Even back then, when I still thought I wanted to be a doctor, I wanted to do something, a career that involved with me interacting with people and helping them. I just didn't know what it was, but that's what I wanted to do. And I applied to so many jobs and I got rejected by all of them which Aww. it started getting so distracting and yeah. discouraging and I was so exhausted I was hitting like my second like depression phase where I'm mm-hmm. like I am not getting a job I can't find any job and so it's hard out I there being to, a fresh graduate yeah. yeah yeah like it was it was just so hard so I had like I remember googling one day I was like I am getting rejected by all the jobs I'm applying to why and then I found this forum, and there's, and I realized that there's so many people in the same boat as I am. And I came across this guy. He was talking about how he applied to literally 200 jobs. He counted, um, and he got, and until he found, like he landed one. And he wanted to share his story so that we can also understand that there's people out there that are in the same situation, but we just got to keep going. And you know, that one job will, like that job will find you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, I started off 
doing like a part-time job um, at this company where I was basically their marketing. Um, I was like a walking billboard. <laughs> and so I was marketing around for them. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I also wanted to do something else. And I thought about my very first time with my mom buying a house in 2016. Um, I was with this agent. And I we I asked to shadow her too because I was like, man, this looks so fun. <laughs> and so I shadowed this real estate agent, yeah. and I was and it and I was like, you know what? I it's like screw that. the corporate world. This is yeah. more like my language, right? Like this is like my forte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, and I was like, hi, how about I try um doing real estate? I really did. Then when I was in college, it was 2016. I was, hi, and so I studied, and I actually got my license in 2019 but I graduated college in 2017 mm, so, so I was like there was a few years yeah loss being lost no and yeah. I'm glad you shared that because you know everyone is like worried about after graduation what are you going to do mm-hmm. what how are you going to do and you know even me myself like rất là rất là lost like chị có một thời gian là chị nói là bây giờ không biết mình làm gì ta <cười> you know bây giờ mình apply vô trường uh, you know to uh, grad school không vô được you know I got yeah. rejected and mm-hmm. I was like bây giờ làm gì mm-hmm. you know I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do yeah yeah and it's just like you know like scared and yeah. that mm-hmm. that time it really me that oh my god yeah, the night of, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the worst like, is when so you're weird. like, is my family yeah. right? No, but I'm so right. glad that yeah. you kept on going with this real estate career because you are really one heck of a realtor for sure. You know, um, Thank you. you are, I, you, you always do everything full hearted and you care so much. And that's what it takes for, for me. That's what it takes to be a good realtor. It's not about the numbers. And mm-hmm. it's not about flaunting this and that, but for you is, you know, you've always, you have the heart, you have the heart, mm-hmm. you know, and that what <laughs> makes you. you one of my favorite people. <laughs> Thank you. I, I feel like I realized that um, when I was doing real estate, I was, I was enjoying it because I had other jobs before um, in, when I was in college and a little bit after college, like I mentioned, but it always felt like a, to wake up and go to that job yeah um, kind of like oh whereas gotta wake yeah. up and go to work yeah so, whereas with real estate it's i enjoy it a lot like i keep looking out to to do some do it some more if i could right so what yeah. is your last piece of advice for the young the younger generation that um growing up now heading to college lost, you know lost Probably uh-huh. the majority of them will be lost. So what right. is your one piece of advice for them? Right. So wh- when I look back at those times um, where I was in college and I felt lost, I felt bad but also proud of myself at the same time for not giving up um, because I was just getting so depressed from one being rejected over and over and I felt defeated. Like, man, this 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 degree that I have in hand is like no use to me at all. That's what I just kept thinking over and over. And I was like, my family's right. But, but that's, I, I realized that as I was, you know, applying a job and I, I talked to people, people go through the same thing and you like, you're oh, not yes. alone. You're oh, not yes. the only one. 
there are many college students out there, even not college students, even, you know, already adults that have had jobs and, you know, got laid off or wanted to start a new career. You know, yeah. they, they want to do something they love. We will always hit that rock. And yet I, everyone is in the same boat. We're not alone. And I feel like, you know, um, you should definitely push yourself and then talk to people to, to have your support system. Right. So right mm-hmm. now, my question for you is, you know, you are to us, you mm-hmm. are, you know, one of LaTeX's top producer. Um, mm-hmm. You are a very successful agent, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, how <laughs> does your family cope or react or how are they doing with this like are they uh, proud of you of what you've done and mm-hmm. agree with you on your choice so seeing how I am now um I feel like my family just like their mind just opened a new door okay it's like okay, wow I didn't realize that if you're not doctor lawyer engineer then you can you make know, you money. could be successful. Right. Right. And so like I've heard, you know, they were telling me that now seeing how well I'm doing here, um, you know, as a realtor and they brag about me in Vietnam. They're like, no, oh. I have a, <laughs> uh, good, I have a yeah. granddaughter that's a realtor in America. And it makes me happy now that seeing that, you know, they finally supported me and accepted, finally accepted me. it. Yeah. And they'll call me sometimes. They're like, Hey, How's your job? You like it too? Yeah, they keep congratulating me. It makes me feel good because it's like, you know, like even though, yeah, I didn't become what they initially wanted me to do, but I'm still, you know, someone they're proud of. Oh, yeah. that's good. And that's so, good. Yeah. Did you <laughs> ever have, um, did you ever have um, where, you know, your family or anyone say anything like, oh my God, why did why real estate you only make money when you sell houses so if you don't sell houses you're not going to make anything yes actually really? um, they were yeah yeah they're really even now like um even now they're still worried about that um i think it's just like uh that blows my mind because yeah people work and they you know you have to work to make money right mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. us of course we have to sell houses in order to make money that's part of our work that's mm-hmm. part of our work and just like a nail salon owner you need to have clients in order to make money, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, right. that's with anything. Like even doctors, nurses, they have to go to work to make money. Yeah. And I think that mindset, the commission, mm-hmm. yes, ours is different because it's commission based. Of course, mình phải bán nhà mới được tiền. Thì cái đó là những cái những cái người mà đi làm bình thường cũng phải đi làm mới có tiền được. Không có ai mà ngồi mà đẻ tiền ra. Nếu như mình biết đầu tư, nhưng mà like but none you know get used to that mindset la mm-hmm. real estate can be successful it's how you do it i feel like right. you can be successful in anything you do mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. the heart if you put your hard work and you have the heart to it mm-hmm. you have to love yeah. what you do because i feel yeah. like a lot of people they don't succeed or they just kind of moving around like moving through their work mm-hmm like a robot because they don't love what they mm-hmm. do because they do they do what it just people, to do it yeah. yeah they do just to do it to get by or they do it because so and so tell them or their family is saying that they have to be a mm. certain way and and i feel like this new generation is a new way of making money yeah to be and you know and and you can be whoever you want to be i mean as long as mm-hmm. you know nothing yeah. illegal but you know yeah <laughs> Well, I'm glad, right, right. you know, real estate found you and you found real estate. Yeah. Um, second, you know, 
choice in life but I actually third <laughs> but um no 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 I'm very I'm very I'm very happy because I think you're so good at it mm-hmm. um that's Thank why you. you know even us now we have a lot of freshly college students um contact us all the time because they mm-hmm. didn't go through what their major mm-hmm. was and then right. they are pursuing real estate because everyone seemed to be that you know second career choice path kind of right um career but I just encourage you guys to you know, don't overwork yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. that depression that you went through two times is what a yeah. lot of us go through. Yep. So, right. Um, so that's perfectly normal. I mean, it's not normal, normal, but that's something that, you know, sometime in life you can't be spoon fed. Yeah. You just have to go through all of these emotions, all of these experiences, and, you know, you have to persevere through it all. And just because somebody that you know doing something and successful at it, doesn't mean that you will too so you know just because cindy found her niche in real estate and doing well doesn't mean that the next person should go do real estate do what you love to do and what appeals to you your career will find you yeah if yes. you're right. being open-minded like chỉ có mình lúc nào mình cũng phải nghĩ là cái 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 công việc của mình á mm-hmm. nó phải phù hợp với mình chứ đừng có nghĩ là uh-huh. người khác làm thành công cái mình oh, cũng muốn làm cái y tá làm dễ bạn ừ. ba con có bạn ba làm dễ thì yeah. sao con làm không được thì ba thấy dễ ủa sao ba biết dễ uh-huh. yeah. you know so yeah. but then you yeah. I mean if you don't love it don't do it you don't know don't do it yeah. um, right and real estate is one of those career where you have to love what you do you what you do because you see the things we deal with yeah so um, yeah yeah so. any other any other takes on this anything else you would like to add with this yeah um i do definitely want to like share out there that i know there's still many students or people out there that are in a situation where they feel the pressure of their family and you know to become what their family expects of them but it's hard i get it it's so hard to break away from the expectation because it's it's hard to think like you know you have to disappoint them mm-hmm. um but i feel like if your family love you they'll come around yeah. um they'll end up supporting you as long as you know you're happy and you know like you're successful i feel like they'll love you and support you in your decision and that's you know fortunately that's what happened for me my family ended up supporting me you know all the way um right. in my real estate career and, and so if not like, you know, they'll, they'll come mm-hmm. around they'll come around yeah as long as you like show as long as you show that you you yeah. work hard you know i mean yeah they're not gonna come around to you being lazy on that too, right. you know. But exactly. for you, I I'm so glad to hear that you know they are proud of you and they should be proud of you. I, I mean, know. we are so proud of you. <laughs> you hit me on the part <laughs> when you said you were uh, the uh, the press the first and the second time because I went through it too. So I'm like, yeah. oh. right, <laughs> oh, I so, know how you feel. So yeah. sometimes you know, um, you're not going through this alone, and I feel like this mm-hmm. podcast is truly what Kim and I want for all the the young people and you know or even older people if you feel like right. you help hopefully help you bond with your child more mm-hmm. from listening to their point of view right you know mm-hmm. so it's all about communication communication is key yeah. in all generations so um i think we're running out of time okay well come on cindy thank you cindy <laughs> thank you thank keep you doing you all right, we'll <laughs> see you, you soon. For having me. <laughs> okay. All right, bye, bye. Bye. Bye.